Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. When I took office, I vowed I'd be president for all Americans, whether you live in a blue state or a red state, whether you live in rural or urban areas. And we're de- we're delivering on that promise. This is Nick. Hey, Nick. This is uh, Nick oh, Williams. Now look, my my Marine carries that. It has a code to blow up the world. That doesn't. This is not nuclear weapons, oh, is no. it? All right, okay. He's against the camera. To the point, because it is a point that has been made. First of all, I would say that age is more than a chronological fact. I spent a whole lot of time with our president, be it in the Oval Office or the Situation Room and in other places. And I can tell you, as I just mentioned, not only is he absolutely authoritative in rooms around the globe, but in the Oval Office, meeting with members of Congress, meeting with leaders in industry, meeting with community leaders, I will tell you, that he is in front of, often, everyone in the room in terms of thinking about how we can resolve issues, negotiate in a way that is about concession where necessary, but for the sake of accomplishment and actual work. And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It is the 2nd of December, year of our Lord, 2023, and that's Commander-in-Chief, and that's Vice President Mark. Once again, you cannot come back and say, oh yeah, I am going to unite the country after saying everybody's a fucking piece of garbage. You, you, you No, you don't. So we're going to do a jumbled podcast today. I really don't have a format. There's just so much shit and I kind of just threw it in a pile and we're going to cover um, some TikTok some new music. Yes, I saw it. Just love it. Um, I wanted to start with the president because in reality, um, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you, you don't. You, you don't get to do that after you do this. This is, that's the president of the United States. So I, no, you don't get to do it. You don't. You don't. So... We're going to start with Fox deplatforming advocate Brian Seltzer warns that if Trump is reelected, he is going to harm MSDNC. Yeah, he really said that. Take this seriously. I mean, he's telling you what he wants to do. It's the man who wants to take power back. 
telling you what his policy on news organizations he doesn't like is. He is very clear with his intent. Our so-called government should come down on them hard and make them pay for their illegal political activity. And here's the thing. Yes, we have a First Amendment. Yes, we got checks and balances. But with a determined enough government and the right henchmen in place, do you think for a moment that Trump's whining cannot turn into real punitive action? Brian Stelzer is a media reporter and special correspondent for Vanity Fair. He's author of the new book, Network of Lies, the Epic Saga of Fox News, Donald Trump and the Battle for American Democracy, which is out now. And he joins me now. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Part of, part of the thing that jumped out to me about this is that the idea of using the power of the state against your uh, against a media outlet that you uh, that's covering you in mm -hmm. a way that you don't like is not an abstract idea. Mm. In fact, there's some precedent here with uh, CNN, when there was a, an AT&T merger on the table right. with Time Warner, that the Department of Justice intervened in. Yes, I worked at CNN at the time. Before Election Day 2016, uh, Donald Trump said on the campaign trail that he would try to stop the deal from happening, try to stop AT&T from buying Time Warner. And then once he was elected and once the deal was progressing through the, the process, through the government regulatory system, the Trump DOJ tried to block it. Went to federal court, giant lawsuit, delayed the deal by more than a year. AT&T stood up to the president, stood up to the DOJ, actually was willing to fight, and they won in court. They were able to win in court, and the merger happened, but at great cost. It delayed AT&T's battle against Netflix in the streaming wars. And the broader point is that there is a significant amount of evidence that Donald Trump, behind the scenes, was trying to punish AT&T for owning CNN. Again, this is like, this isn't the like, oh, what if? This is, this is a thing that happened. Here's, yes. here's the New Yorker reporting on this, Jane Mayer, talking about Gary Cohn being in a meeting. Um, who is the Department of National Economic Council, according to a well-enforced source, Trump called Cohn to the office, and he said in exasperation to John Kelly, then chief of staff, I've been telling Cohn to get this lawsuit filed. Nothing's happened. I've mentioned it 50 times, and nothing's happened. I want to make sure it's filed. I want that deal blocked. Right. I want that deal blocked. He was also on the phone at the time, Trump, with Rupert Murdoch, talking with Murdoch about this. Rupert Murdoch then calls the AT&T CEO, Randall Stevenson, and says, hey, you want to get CNN off your back? Want to get CNN? I'll buy I'll CNN buy from you, which I interpreted and wrote at the time was a favor to Trump to try to take CNN and put it in cozy Trump hands. Now, here's the thing I think that's so key about this story and, and the key about understanding democratic decline, because we've seen this in other countries. Right. The people at AT&T were like, we're not going to roll over. That's right. Basically, for whatever reason, they stood is, up to Trump. They stood up to him, whether it's their principles, the, the, the dollars, in play, whatever business. They said, no, the thing that we've seen in other countries is an erosion of that whereby you start to see people at the highest echelons of a society start to play ball and start to be capped. Right. Now, I, I've covered this parent network, Comcast, for nearly 20 years. I know the executives at Comcast in Philly, they don't get rattled by a true social post. No. They yeah. have defended <laughs> yeah, true. this news Maybe operation. seven views. They've defended NBC for as yeah. long as they've owned NBC. But we are seeing this with other media companies, and we are, as, as you've said, seeing it in other countries, in Hungary, in Turkey, when the state comes in and takes regulatory action, takes legal action, uh, uses a, an IRS, uses a branch of the government to punish a media company, and sometimes to take that media company off the playing field. It is a very real thing. Yeah, that, that kind of squeeze, and again, to be clear, it's like, yes, the First Amendment's here, but the way the squeeze has worked in places like Hungary and Turkey, and I don't think there is sort of robust democracies in America, but um, even when they started, is, oh, the IRS now has opened a case on your back taxes, mm -hmm. or there's new legislation that regulates entities that deliver an item to more than 10 million households every day. Yes. And it's like, yes. oh, those are the newspapers. And then lo and behold, you're paying fines and fees. And then someone comes along and says, 
why don't I buy that from you, a la Rupert Murdoch? Yeah. Why don't I take it off your hands? Let's fix this and that person you. is a buddy of the president. That's right. And Comcast, of course, is an infrastructure company. They provide broadband to my home and tens of millions of others. So you could imagine the ways Trump could try to turn the screws. And it's not just Comcast. It's no, not it's just MSNBC. Large... It's still CNN. It's still all of these players. Uh, look, on one level, Trump's post is just the weather, right? It's stormy today. 100%. It'll be sunny tomorrow. Yes. He'll rant about someone else tomorrow. Yeah. On another level, though, it's a severe thunderstorm warning. It's a warning about what he will do if he regains power. And that's why I think it's more notable than when he was in power and tried to punish AT&T or when he was in power and tried to punish the Washington Post owner, Jeff Bezos. Because back then he would tweet and say, boycott AT&T, and nobody would care. The stock would go up that right. day. It was, it was meaningless. But this time, it's a... Oh, maybe like how they've done with all the conservative stuff and wiretapping. And I remember Obama wiretapping Fox. Does everybody remember that? I mean, the shit that they get a get away with is just fucking insane so of course we're gonna have some uh, hamas stuff today but before we we uh we let the media speak um and we're gonna get to this loopy fucking guy it's the idiot this is uh hamas uh, this is happening there's supposed to be ceasefires and, and once again i'm not talking about the oregon ducks and i'm wearing a shirt i am in mourning we fucking lost again by three points again to the same fucking team, and we're not going to the playoffs. Playoffs. I'm just crushed. So I'm, I'm going to wear it in mourning. That's why I got a black shirt on. But I woke up at 3 a.m. to go do my workout, and I didn't even go to the gym. I just walked in the rain and felt sorry for myself. Here are two terrorists just getting out and killing fucking people in Israel. And this happens all the time, but our media doesn't come. Hamas has taken responsibility for this terrorist act. Even during an alleged ceasefire, they tried to murder Israeli civilians. Replies, I don't see this warning until Hamas is gone. Why are they pushing for an extended ceasefire? You can't trust them, and the West better wake up. Ceasefire over IDF needs to go in now and finish the job. That's, uh, yeah, it's these fucking people. Um, um, Schumer. This is how bad it's gotten. One of the key lines from Schumer's landmark speech. Hold on a second. I need to fucking adjust this friggin' light. Hold on. Sorry. There. Oh, it's right in my eyes. I can't even take it. One of the key lines of Schumer's landmark speech on anti-Semitism Day emphasized the current wave of anti-Semitism isn't coming primarily from the right, but from people that most liberal Jewish Americans felt previously were their ideological fellow travelers. 
The right was never anti-Semitic, at least not in any meaningful way. They're racist out there. Somebody else was honestly surprised to hear him say it out loud. I despise Schumer, but I always give him credit where it's due. His speech and his tweets have been on point. And that is the thing that has just driven me fucking crazy. He's the only voice of reason. Israeli media report that one of the children hostages was kept in an attic at a UNRWA teacher and barely given any food. Not a shock for anyone who knows the UNRWA. Why is the U.S. funding a group filled with those who coordinate with Hamas and know and teach hate? It's insane. When they release telegraphers, blah, 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 blah. 50 days in an attic. So what did CBS do? This is statistics here. I'm going to blow this up because it's really important stuff. Let's go get to know Palestinian prisoners better. Exchange the Israeli civilians better. 14.4 attempted a terrorist attack. 12.4 used a Molotov cocktail. 8.1 were involved in stabbing. 11.1 had contact with terrorists. And 10% were involved in a shooting. But... Young Palestinian prisoners freed by Israelis described their imprisonment and their hopes for the future. Nora Dwan was among the Palestinian released from prison as part of a deal with Israel. She served eight years at being arrested at age 16 for attempting to stab Israeli soldier. I can't describe my joy. I'm so happy. I still cannot believe it. Awad, who finished her high school and college students during her imprisonment. Yesterday I was in prison. Today I'm in my home. My feelings. It is a very difficult experience, but I learned a lot. And in there, we have people that have now gone and joined Hamas and are fighting. One of them is in charge of their attacks. This is a statement for the release of all hostages of Palestinian political prisoners. And I'm going to blow this up because this person, uh, Talib. Every new civilian, blah, blah, blah. On average, five to seven children are detained by Israeli forces every year. Palestinian children are often abducted from their homes, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 la, la, la. I'm not reading that. I can't read it. I, I just can't fucking read that. I won't read that. No. I won't fucking read that. Gotta be fucking killing me, man. I mean, are you guys for real? This can't be for real. So here's an actual UN official on CNN. Sarah, that you can't specifically call out Hamas and the mounting evidence now over seven weeks that Israeli investigators have collected that we've shown our viewers about the atrocities they committed specifically on October 7th, because I think that's the crux of the issue here. It's not just condemning sexual violence against women and in any war in general. It's specifically what occurred on October 7th, perpetrated by Hamas. Indeed, UN Women always supports impartial, independent investigations into any serious allegations of gender-based or sexual violence. And within the UN family, these investigations are led by the Office of the High Commissioner of Human Rights. And just to provide a little bit of context in terms of UN women's role, UN women specifically provides and has extensive knowledge on gender-based violence and provides and supports investigations as we do with all UN investigations. And so consequently, in this context and within the UN system, 
It is the Independent International Commission of Inquiry, which for us has the mandate to investigate all alleged violations. Wow. Did you Why are they always on the wrong side? Does anybody know? I mean, I, I we pay a lot of We're like on the only country that pays a lot of money for the UN. And sometimes I just wonder, what, what are we doing? There, there is no two sides to this. They are garbage fucking humans. And they'll never stop being garbage. There's just video after video. There, I could give you Ben Shapiro videos where it literally shows... Um, you know, all this UN stuff in bunkers below ground. Yeah, it's it's all below ground. It's um, none of it is going to the people that they say that uh, you know, Israel's killing. None of that shit's happening. It's it's. It, it's fucking scary. So we have our play today. I'm going to play it and I'm going to cover it every day. You're going to have uh, Mr. Fuckhead from uh, Economist, New York Times. We have uh, CBS is giving Hamas hostage offers. CNN, fake news on Gaza deaths, and uh, Michelle Wolf is confused why Israel's bombing Gaza to begin with. I think we really need to be talking about a conclusion. You know, maybe Israel um, says, look, you know, uh, the here's a, a free pass for all the Hamas leadership. Go to Turkey, go to, go to Qatar, whoever wants to leave. Uh, turn in your weapons, return the hostages. We'll give the Palestinian prisoners a release. I think we have to really get out of this ceasefire, no ceasefire, uh, and think about something that um, gets the Hamas leadership out there, puts in a new uh, Palestinian leadership and partnership with Arab countries, gets reconstruction going, the World Bank. I just cannot imagine this going on um, for uh, more months. And I can't imagine the United States um, and President Biden uh, being able to tolerate that politically. Well, so would- that's where this why would Hamas leadership agree to that? I mean, they're most a lot of them are holed up in you know nice hotels in in Doha, and even the ones in Gaza. Uh, I mean, they are the ones who perpetrated this terror attack on on October seventh. What what's in it for them in that beyond their well, personal survival? Yeah, yeah I, I would just what's in it for them is the obviously the survival of the so many people in Gaza, so many Palestinians who they claim to represent, we, we know that they don't really care about them. They never would have started this war. Right, I mean, uh, isn't martyring, their, isn't having civilians killed sort of part of their, part of the, the plan? Yeah, that may be, but I, I think that they're in a position now where um, uh, they have visited so much destruction on their people um, uh, for now so little I think they uh, have to, in their own minds, be thinking about how do we show something for this? If they can pull off a giant release of all 6,000 uh, you know, Palestinian prisoners in Israeli jails for the hostages, a kind of all for all, at least they'd have something to show for that 
CBS's Lilia Luciano will start us off tonight with all the new developments from Tel Aviv. Good evening, Lilia. Good evening to you, Nora. And just moments ago, we saw Secretary Antony Blinken's motorcade arrive here in Tel Aviv, all part of the U.S.'s efforts to extend that ceasefire, to increase aid to Gaza, and of course, to free all of the hostages. And tonight, a leader from Hamas telling CBS News that they are willing to release every hostage. That includes men and soldiers in exchange for every Palestinian prisoner. So, Ivan, if an agreement doesn't materialize in the coming hours, and we all hope there is an agreement to extend this truce, what actually would begin to happen on the ground? What, it, what could it look like when military operations resume? Well, I, I think it would look a lot like it did before six days ago and potentially much, much worse. I mean, as Oren has pointed out, the Israeli government has made it clear it wants to destroy Hamas in Gaza. And as part of six and a half weeks of fighting there, the death toll, according to the Palestinian Ministry of Health in the West Bank, has been more than 14,800 Palestinian civilians killed. So if the fighting resumes again, that slaughter of Palestinian civilians will likely resume again. It'll be complicated by the fact that 1.2 million of those Palestinians in Gaza uh, are, have been displaced. And I want to talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on in the Middle East. Um, one of the things I've been wondering about is if the leaders of the Hamas are in the Four Seasons in Qatar uh, and Israel wants to rid the world of Hamas, and as much as I love a Four Seasons, uh, why the constant bombardment of Gaza and why not go to them? <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I don't know if you saw, the, I think it was the Four Seasons that put out a tweet saying, we have no guests here who are part of Hamas. And look, Twitter has very few roles left under Elon Musk, but like preventing a prominent hotel chain from getting droned is a pretty good use uh, of Twitter. Um, look, I don't think there are military solutions to political problems. I'm someone who covered Afghanistan for 20 years, where we went in with righteous rage, having been the victims of a horrific crime. We didn't think about what's going to happen the day after. We didn't think about what's the long-term plan. We didn't think other people going to welcome us. 20 years later, we left with our pretty shitty it's just it's just pretty shitty I, I I know I've been saying I'm trying to stay away from those uh, sound bites it's just it's fucking unheard of I mean Dan Abrams comes in on it saying it's ridiculous you see it too often in the far left media MSNBC host I'm on Moyadeen, tweeting on the first day of the truce and hostage release, quote, you're about to see in real time over the next four days how the media can choose who it humanizes and who it villainizes, who is a child and who's a minor, who is a mother and who is an accomplice, who is a hostage and who is a prisoner, in short, who is innocent and who is not. See, he doesn't want to distinguish between them because the reality is hard for apologists of Hamas to accept. Remember, this is from a guy who the day of the attack said on the air that the October 7th murders were the, quote, deadly consequences of failed policies on the American administration's part and the Israelis. It's really not hard to distinguish between a four-year-old kidnapped 
from the arms of her murdered parents and a 16-year-old at the very least accused of, if not convicted of, a serious crime. Here in the United States, teenagers charged with violent offenses are often prosecuted as adults. I don't know what Gigi Hadid is talking about. But children stolen from their parents? They're called crime victims. Here are some of the so-called women and children released by Israel. 17-year-old Mohammed Abu Katish, who stabbed and paralyzed a 20-year-old Jewish man. Nurhan Awad, who was 17 when she was arrested in 2017 for attempting to stab an Israeli soldier with a pair of scissors. 16-year-old Nufad Hamad, who stabbed an Israeli woman nearly to death in front of her five children. Or 38-year-old Isra Jabis, a Palestinian woman who attempted to set off a car bomb that wounded an Israeli police officer. She was disfigured in the explosion, and her homecoming this weekend was covered extensively. With the New York Times headline from this weekend reading, quote, A disfigured woman whose case has become well-known is among the Palestinian released. Not convicted suicide bomber, and completely ignoring that she became disfigured when she tried to blow herself up with gas canisters at a West Bank checkpoint. There was widespread celebration of the release of now 23-year-old Mara Bakir, who was 16 when she was sentenced for attempting to stab an Israeli border police officer. The list goes on and yeah, it's it's pretty bad. So let's get on into some other stuff. Um, got some stuff mixed in, but it's pretty much uh, you know we just. This administration is just a fucking class for us. Mayorkas, the images horrified us in terms of what they suggested, what they conjured up in terms of not only our nation's history, but unfortunately the fact that page of history has not been turned entirely. But I will not prejudice the facts. CBP agents wrongly accused of whipping migrants was classless as expected. This, this, we, it's false. Uh, first of all, uh, the images, as I expressed uh, earlier, uh, the images horrified us in terms of what they suggest and what they conjure up in terms of not only our nation's history, but unfortunately the fact that that page of history has not been turned entirely. And that means that there is much work to do, and we are very focused on doing it. Uh, but I will not prejudge the facts. I do not in any way want to impair the integrity of the investigative process. We have uh, investigators who are looking at it independently. They will draw their conclusions according to their standard operating procedures, and then the results of that investigation will be, detect uh, will be determined by the facts that are adduced. All righty, then that's just about par for the course for this administration. And they get away with it. It was all fucking false. So back to Ireland. This is just swell. Ireland's media minister says, report your neighbors to the cop, please. The government is addressing the extremist content online like hate speech and incitement to violence and Comishunaman is Ireland's new online safety and media regulator and will also be joint regulator along with the European Commission for the EU Digital Services Act. 
My department has ongoing engagement with Ancomashoon and I, having met them two weeks ago, met with Ancomashoon again yesterday for an update on last week's events. And they informed me that they had engaged immediately with the large platforms and with the Gardaí and the European Commission and that the platforms had activated their instant response plans and their engagement is continuing. On Commission is calling for those who see hate speech or other illegal content online to report it to the platforms or to Angara the Shiakana. This is important, but even more so important um, in next year. So, because once on Commission is fully operational next year, people will be able to report to them directly if they think a platform has ignored or wrongly rejected their complaint. And these reports can then be used by Commission Naman to decide where to focus their oversight and investigations and ultimately their enforcement action. Finally, on Commission's first online safety code, as provided for under the Online Safety and Media Regulation Act, will be adopted in early 2024. A draft code will be published very shortly for stakeholder consultation, and this will hold the video sharing platforms accountable for how they protect their users online and will deal with extremist content like hate speech and incitement to violence. This is a new era in which the regulators and the people they serve will be empowered to make the online world safer for all. I know it's a foreign country, but we're not that far behind. We're just not. We're just not. I mean, what the fuck do you think red flag laws are? I mean, it's just all about fucking getting you. I mean,. San Diego International Airport has become overrun migrants wanting flights out of the area with more than 300 hunkering down here last week, including some who sat on the floor for days. San Diego, blah, 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 blah. It's grown exponentially and we're not totally sure why, said Crystal Johnson. It's almost becoming a second migrant welcome center because there's so many people. You asked for it, you got it. Biden, prices, say prices too high, ask seller to low them, lower them after 18%. Excuse me. I just chugged a monster. Uh, inflation. President Biden acknowledged money. The prices are way too high and argued that companies should lower them. We know the price is still too high, blah, blah, blah. So they want to enter the White House. We've made progress, but we have to, more to work to do. Let me be clear. Any corporation has not brought those prices back down. Even as inflation has come down, even supply chains have been rebuilt. It's time to stop the price gouging. No, it, 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 that's not how economy works. See, that's the thing. They think they can get away with this kind of shit. But they can't. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they can. Because there's NBC News with hyping how good gas prices are. If you're looking for a break from inflation, you may not have to search any farther than the gas pump, where millions of Americans are now paying $3 or less a gallon. Here's Tom Costello. From the Lone Star State to highways across the country, finally some inflation relief at the gas pump. A lot better than last year. They're relentless, man. They're just relentless. Here is uh, CBS, and they're doing the Hunter versus the House, ABC, NBC, Barry Possible bombshell Biden testimony. Scott, I understand there's also some news tonight on a different matter, the House investigation into Hunter Biden, the president's son, offering to testify publicly. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, Nora, the House Oversight Committee, which has been investigating the president's son all year and subpoenaed him last month, has rejected that offer, saying they want him behind closed doors for a deposition first, as others have gone. 
Biden's attorneys told the committee they want this public. They think it's a baseless probe. And they say they want all Americans to see it. No. Yeah. Yeah, we're great. Breaking UC Berkeley sued for longstanding unchecked spread of anti-Semitism. Campus has become a hotbed of anti-Jewish hostility and harassment. New suit alleges. Civil rights nonprofits suing uh, UC Berkeley for permitting a longstanding blah, 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 blah. The complaint filed Tuesday, uh, Jewish students per, per, perpetrated in the wake of Hamas, anti-Semitism and violence against Jewish students since the attack on October 7th. The suit was filed in the U.S. District Court for Northern District of California. Anti-Semitism run rampant. Daughter of more than 1,200 Jews, according to Brandon Center. That's what's happened. It's happened to 1,200 Jews at the school. You know what will happen? Nada. Roe Conan, the national debt was caused by four things. Reagan, Bush, Trump, Bush. Okay. Not ACA. All right. Yeah, we'll get on that. Uh, we're not covering that. What is this? What the hell did we... We lost some. Oh, I, don't, I didn't get it. We're going to go back to this one. Okay, so this is uh, leftists in Oakland. Sure do love a moss. They're happy to say it on camera. This is some good shit. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October Thank 7th... Thank you, ma'am. Your time is up including children were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... Thank you, your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question, did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. Yep, that's some fucking bullshit right there. And that won't make the news, but some freaking state goes, hey, we're going to lower the requirement or the length on an abortion. Mm. Yeah, we're going crazy on that shit. That shit's going to go crazy. Okay, uh, Trump, DOJ search warrant for Trump's Twitter account wasn't only about Trump. Special counsel Jack Smith's team, but uh, let me zoom it back up. Jeez, many crickets with my my glasses. Uh, Obtained a search warrant in January and records related to former Donald Trump's Twitter account. Judge levied a $350,000 fine on the company for missing the deadline to comply according to court documents. The new detail included a ruling for federal court of Washington over legal battles surrounding the warrant that he has played out under seal for months. The court rejected Twitter's claim that it shouldn't. Smith's team reportedly mentioned Trump tweet and the indictment unsealed last week that charged the former president conspiring to subvert. But the DOJ has released the redacted war- search warrant and within it, DOJ is collecting down on every person who liked or retweeted Donald Trump. Every person. We put it up just to make sure we, we don't think Tony's making this shit up. 
every person because they're not happy at just getting some people. They want to put you all in jail because you like Trump. And because you like Trump, well, then you must be a fucking criminal. I mean, here's the uh, image. All information to con- 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 connect or notification tab for the account, including all lists of Twitter users who have favored or retweeted tweets posted by the account. That, my boys and girls, is third world shit. I don't care. Trump's a fucking moron. I wish Trump wouldn't run for president because this is a shoe in. We could really get a shoe in. Because nobody wants Biden. Democrats don't want Biden. But that's what they're doing. All of this is just under the radar. You know, the fucking media doesn't cover it. It's not that big a deal. Nobody seems upset about it. But if the inverse was true, we'd be fucking falling apart. So, all right. One thing that pissed me off, this is horrible. I'm going to play the whole fucking video because a guy was at a football game and a football player... Tyree Kill takes his camera away and takes a photo. Part of his stunt. They suspended him. Now, Tyree Kill has paid the rest of his salary, but the NFL suspended him for letting him grab his fucking phone and do a prop end zone ceremony or celebration that they're not supposed to do. This is how I got my credentials suspended for the rest of the NFL season at 20 years old. As a junior in high school, I started filming videos for our school's basketball team. At just 17 years old, I learned the skill of social media networking and was able to create opportunities to work with star players like Tyreek Hill, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Brown, and many others. I'm a student at the University of Miami, and when Tyreek got traded to the Dolphins, we instantly reunited and began working together. In 2022, I applied for a job with the NFL, and they hired me to work at all Miami Dolphins home games. I had one of the greatest years of my life, working side by side with one of my best friends, watching him take over the league on his new team. In week six of the season, Tyreek scored a touchdown in the exact same corner of the end zone that I was filming in. He noticed me and surprised me by grabbing my phone and doing a backflip. It was the coolest moment ever, and I ran in the tunnel to send the clip to the NFL. Tyreek got a penalty for the celebration and was immediately asked about it after the game. You know, I seen the camera and I just took it from him and he didn't want me to take it from him. So that's my boy K Fitz, man. The NFL then let me know that I would be suspended for the remainder. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Police in Ireland declared the term Irish Lives Matter is racist and it's now being considered a hate crime. It goes with the one we found earlier. And then last but not Jean, Julian Margolis apologized for saying black people have been brainwashed to hate Jews. Where did she get that from? Oh, maybe the black Israelites. We actually saw those people. They were, you know, the kids, Covington. It was horrible. So we're going to go into a quick woke. We have music review and we have TikTok still coming. So we got some fun and I'm still short. I'm keeping it low. Here is a report on Forbes 30 of 30. And I'm going to play. Uh, well, I'm going to trim it back down because it's a bit much. I, I can't do this to my, my, my listeners. Six minutes of a 20-minute interview with Dylan Mulvaney. Face surgery, makeup. All the cliches of what a woman is, this fucking dude is still a dude. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. 
The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. Let's queer up trans rights. Dylan Mulvaney wins Forbes 30 Under 30 award. Dylan Mulvaney, the comedic transgender influencer who skyrocketed to fame this year via her 365 Days of Girlhood series on TikTok, and drew right-wing controversy over her brand partnership with Bud Light, has been named one of Forbes magazine's 30 Under 30. The business publication's annual list honors 30 influential people under the age of 30 in various industries. Mulvaney, whose TikTok account boasts 10.4 million followers, is included in the social media category. Forbes also included her in its 2023 top creators list earlier this year. Mulvaney has earned an estimated $2 million this year and has landed partnerships with the Nike at Dylan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Hi, Forbes. This is amazing. Of course. I want to start by talking about your background. What were you doing before you started posting on social media? Babe, I was in musical theater all my life. I started singing and oh. dancing when I was three. I heard you had a similar upbringing. I do love a musical theater moment. We love music. I saw Wicked last night. But I think that was the one sort of area that I was allowed to feel feminine and show my personality off. And I, I'm so glad that I've been able to find that throughout my life. That's amazing. So tell me about what inspired your Days of Girlhood videos? And for everyone who doesn't know, can you please explain what they are and what they turned into? Sure. Days of Girlhood was sort of a, a video series that I started because I was at the beginning of my transition and I was looking to all these iconic trans women but not knowing how to get from point A to point B. And I thought, okay, well, why not You know, take my followers along on this journey? And it was originally supposed to just sort of be like, comedy. It was supposed to be lighthearted and fun. And I think over this last year, I found a lot of vulnerability and depth that I didn't even know was there. And, and it's been really beautiful and, and also hard at times, but I don't regret anything. And you recently celebrated 365 days. I know not terribly recently, but tell me about the big party and the event you had oh there. Oh my God, best night of my life. Tell us everything. So I, I knew that I wanted to go back to my roots, which was in theater. And we booked the Rainbow Room, which is an iconic venue in New York. And I wrote the show. I found incredible uh, trans talent to put in the show. We had Jonathan Van Ness and Dominique Jackson. And it was like a birthday in so many ways, but it also was a way for me to show the world like this is actually who I am and what I do best. Talk to me a bit about your followers. Who are the people who are really paying attention to you, watched all your videos, and how do you how are you able to connect with those fans? I think of them as we've got like the teenage girls, their moms and their grandmothers. I, I really try to keep my content accessible to everyone. And you know, whether somebody's trans or not, I just hope that they can watch my videos and feel inspired to unlock a new part of their selves and, and feel confident and funny and in finding the funny in hard situations. Now, I think for, for me and for a lot of people, because you are so um, social media forward and you're so out there, 
a lot of people kind of view you as the spokesperson for the trans community. Did you set out to do that when you started these videos? Oh no, <laughs> I never wanted or intended to be a spokesperson for the community and I think I, I just ask for grace as I'm learning so many mm -hmm. things in navigating this, um, not only transness, but also this newfound success. It's happened really fast and I think that's what's so crazy about social media is I think it kind of launches people at a rate that not a lot of other mainstream media does or can. And I, I really am now looking to sort of not take a back seat. I wanna stay really active in my advocacy work, but I wanna decide when, where, and how I'm gonna show up as an activist. Speaking of, of making those decisions, you share so many intimate details about your life. I mean, just recently you shared a housewarming, which looked delightful. I wish you were there. I was, do too. It was pretty cute. <laughs> but what do you decide, how, like what you're gonna share? And is there anything that's too personal that you won't share? It's funny, I, I think I really led with it all at first because I noticed that's what people wanted. And now that I have this following and I have this community, this family online, I've realized that people will take whatever the, it is that I feel I'm ready to share and nobody's forcing me to say anything. So it's, it's kind of fun now to do these check-ins where I've sat with something for you know, a few days, weeks, months even, and, and then finally tell them when I'm like, okay, this happened, I'm really excited to tell you, and I've also processed it first. That's amazing. Um, so obviously you came from a creative background, um, you're doing creative work now, but as a creative, what's it been like for you to then shift from that creative mindset into the, the business side of things with sponsored posts and promotions and things like that? I think I'm becoming a bit of a businesswoman. Ooh. As much as I, I love the, the creative side, I, I'm really, I love getting smarter. I wanna know mm. everything and I wanna know how it all works. I'm really interested, not, you know, of course being in front of the camera, but I, I love the idea of producing and, and I just, I think why not learn it all? How are you teaching yourself or is someone showing you the ropes? I think I got a lot of great people in my life to mm. look up to and especially women of different generations. And I think about, these women that have come into my life, whether it's Reese Witherspoon or you know these these incredible like Laverne Cox, even talking with her, that was someone who really taught me that I don't need to put it all out there. Um, but somebody that I also want to emulate because I, I look at the careers that they've all built and I think of what I hope to see in my future. What would you say is the biggest lesson you learned this year, be it business or in general? Ooh. I think you have to be careful who to trust, but also don't become jaded. I, I always, I wanna maintain a sense of uh, innocence and, and excitement about life, whatever comes with it. Now, talking about not being jaded, you... And then attached to it, which was just freaking bizarre, I went to download something from Pink News about it. But we got this. And what I want to do is, hold on a second. Let me let me do this. Boom. We're we're gonna go to vid. Let's watch this together, cause this fucking shit. Really? <laughs> if I if I got it right, so this is gonna go live, and I am not gonna be able to TikTok this. So if I effed it up, then I effed it up. Um, where is it? I, I'm just having eye problems today. Here we go. 
Here we go. Let's listen to it together. One queer animal you might be surprised by are ostriches. These devil birds have been known to engage in homosexual sex every now and then. And while they might be terrifying and unnecessarily huge, you can't deny that they're awesome doing dragons, fake lashes, and beautiful red wig. Plus, they've totally got the legs for it. Next, we have bearded dragons. Don't let their rough exterior fool you. These reptiles are gay softies on the inside. It's even been hypothesized that some male bearded dragons develop with a female brain. So you know what that means. Trans dragons. Just when you thought lizards couldn't get any cooler, they do. Bears are up next. No, not hairy gay men that enjoy the gym. Actual bears. Various species of bear, including brown bears and black bears, have been observed pairing up in same-sense partnerships. That would make hibernation a lot more fun. We all know how much queer people love nothing. Okay, I'm not playing anymore because that's fucked up and i got to fix it. But that's um, another one of those queer fucking animal things, which... Okay, you freaking people are weird. There's no queer animals. Everything in the world procreates. So Absolute Vodka decided to go with the LGBTQ thing. And, you know, once again, I don't give a fuck. Do your thing. I don't care. This whole thing is one of those moments where I'm just like, just do you. You know, if you want to do gay stuff, then you do gay stuff. I, I don't really care. But I don't understand why we keep going down this road because it just seems to really screw up um, companies. So this was their tweet. Let me get this up. And we're, hold on a second. I'm just going to fix this. Very few people actually watch this, so I'm not really going to worry about the camera today because it is the, the light is fucking me up. A world of colorful and every sip. Born to mix. Absolute. So people started. <laughs> this is a meme. The right to bear memes. Bud Light, absolute vodka, woke equals broke. Then they blocked him. But it's pretty true. Here is James Lindsay against magic. And let me fix. Oh, God. Everything is annoying today. A walkaway campaign, not just about the Democratic Party, but yes, about the Democratic Party, too, about waking up to the woke cult called Woke Up. Tell your story and take it. I woke up when. Here are some actual replies, and I'll put a couple in as we go. So, you know, once again, in case a liberal shows up on this or listens to it, you think I'm making this crap up. I'm, I'm not. This is straight off Twitter. I think this is the right one. Shlabam. I don't know what is going on with the audio today, but it's kind of pissing me off. I woke up when an academic colleague was showing off unironically un a gift she put together for another colleague, which is a doll of Hugo Chavez and Che Guevara shirt. Then years later, Evergreen confirmed my concerns. I woke up right after George Floyd happened. I saw a rally called Black Trans Lives Matter in Vancouver, and I was, what the fuck this has to do with trans people? Went into the rabbit hole and realized it's all a game. I transitioned long before concept of woke existed. I was liberal into my 30s, but a lifelong interest in firearms led me to examine 2A. From there, the Constitution. Bottom line, liberty involves risk. This was the core of success of the USA. I woke up in 2013, Gamergate, when I saw the concerted effort to control the narrative and speech of others, not just among video game journalists, but also their friends. My DEI trainer tried to bust me for sexual harassment while bragging she was under investigation for false 
sexual harassment. And that's that's pretty freaking funny if you think about it. That that sounds about right. I woke up was overall gradual, but the most jarring loss of faith institutions when reading the various theory textbooks taught to undergrads. It became clear the philosophy and ontology within the humanities, humanities had abandoned reality. During the Floyd riots, during COVID, during COVID and the riots, a Bernie supporter started to walk away when they ousted Bernie. And, the, and it goes on. I mean, there's hundreds. This guy got on his thread, just randos coming across it. Um, you know, I, I think I gradually stopped being a liberal. It wasn't like I intentionally... Or even cognitively came up with it. I just remember all of a sudden saying shit like this. This is a teacher. It's a middle school teacher in Pitt Secondary. She identifies as trans non-binary as a public Instagram where she shows off her double mastectomy scars while topless. A parent who alleges that she criticized a student for misgendering her. We've seen this before. Um... I reviewed correspondence between parent and the principal and the school has brushed off all concerns regarding this teacher. I'm not surprised because school is a massive progress pride flag greeting students. And I don't... Yeah, you can see it in the picture. That's the picture. But, you know, I don't care in personal life. It's none of our business. They can fuck antelopes. But in the school life, I mean, we should have rules on it. So... Texas, down in Austin, a prostitute on the school boards. I am Eloise. I am six. Woman who is helping decide sex education curriculum and more in the Godly ISD is now removed from multiple positions within the school district because she's a convicted prostitute. A Fox 4 investigation reveals she's also advertising herself online as an escort. Fox 4's David Centendry has more. The discovery of a convicted prostitute being on multiple school committees and volunteer groups raises concern about background checks within Godly ISD and districts throughout the state of Texas. But we had no idea what was going on in her personal life. She was always very friendly and personable. A convicted prostitute actively advertising as an escort was serving on a council that recommends appropriate grade levels and methods for human sexuality instruction within Godly ISD. And I don't see any community wanting that to be the standard for their school district. School Health Advisory Councils, or SHACs, are required by Texas law. SHACs recommend to school boards a wide range of health education protocols for students, including appropriate grade levels and curriculum for instruction regarding sex trafficking. And I would not want children to be subject to those type of people. Kayla Lane is a Godly ISD board trustee. Lane was made aware of a now former Shack member's history of prostitution by Mary Lowe, a member of the nonprofit Families Engaged for Effective Education. And we can do better, and we must do better. And that's the other thing we need to talk about is the health fair. Ashley Ketcherside is shown in a Godly ISD YouTube video at the Shack Council's first meeting of the school year in October. She's listed as a committee member in meeting minutes. Members need to be appointed by the school board to serve, according to a district spokesperson, who says Ketcherside's family entered the district this year. 
Catcher side was also selected by Superintendent Rich Deer to the Long Range Facility Planning Committee. She was a volunteer on the Family and Community Engagement Committee, PTO, and Godly Athletic Booster Club. Catcher side also leads a local cheerleading group, according to Godly ISD. And so I believe that parents need to know. Lowe says some parents became suspicious of Catcherside because she claimed to own multiple businesses, but information about those businesses was unknown. Some parents took it to investigate and came up with this. Alexis Nexus public record search reveals one of her email addresses matches the same email address on escort sites for a Lola Bree. I googled her email address and that's how I was able to find the escort services. Lola Bree's images are found on public websites. Some images are too risque to use in our report. Tarrant County court documents obtained by Fox 4 reveal Ashley Ketcherside, maiden name Ashley Villalobos, was found guilty of prostitution in 2012 and 2016. An affidavit claims she is also known as Lola Bree. One escort site says Lola Bree was active last month. Lola Bree has client reviews this year and reviews dating back a decade. To be clear, escort sites are legal in Texas. Escorts charge for their companionship and time. However, if sex is exchanged for money, it's prostitution. We don't know what kind of clients she comes into contact with or who she works for. In 2016, regarding a separate matter, a judge signed an injunction not allowing specific children to visit any place of Ashley Villalobos' residence because she was a known prostitute. And so I believe that parents need to know. In a statement, Godly ISD tells Fox 4, we notified the parent that they will no longer be able to serve on district committees or in other volunteer capacities effective immediately. Other things that started to get me to start being less liberal and more, I guess, conservative, but I don't really consider myself as a huge conservative, is stupid shit like this. During Sunday's broadcast, Holden Armada from California, a native that belonged in the Cushman tribe. His dad is on the Chumac tribe board in San Diego. Everyone is making a big deal out of his only trying to show one side of his face to push the narrative. He did a chief's thing. He is Indian. And they're saying he did blackface. Cosmo. First, find a quiet place. Bring a mirror in if you can. Just before looking the medication gaze at your reflection, the focus on your personhood. Home is on your intent, your responsibility, and you. Largest young woman's media brand in the world promoted a satanic abortion ritual. Yeah, that's probably ungood. Other ones, I'm just going to play it back to back so we can get to the fun. I'm going to stop for lunch, so if you pay attention to the clock, it's going to stop for a while because I am friggin' starving. I woke up hungry. A soldier in the military turning trans and getting all over the line, but if you go online in the military and say anything about Jesus, you're fucked. And Kamala Harris saying the reason why people don't like her is because of racist, sexist media. With, I bet your jaw dropped if you ever see me, bitch. I'm her, 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 her. In your own popularity. Sure. Um, you've seen the polls also. Um, uh, your ratings, uh, 38.5%, uh, Biden's 40.4%, uh, uh, and uh, 
Trump is higher. Uh, Ron Klain says this, uh, and 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 you've you've seen press uh, about yourself over over the years. He says that he believes that your popularity or uh, unpopularity or whatever rating you want to put it as is a function of sexism and racism. He says that's part of the problem. He says she doesn't get the credit for all that she's done. Do you think that's true? Well, are we talking about the media or people? As it relates to the media, I'm sure some of that is true. Once again, don't give zero fucks about your personal life. I I just don't care. You do you. Everybody's got the right to live the life they are happy with. But it's got to be the same for everybody. Remember my biggest complaint when we started the show oh so long ago is I couldn't wear my St. Christopher. I'm not Catholic, but I had a St. Christopher since I was a little kid. I couldn't wear a cross. I had to hide it. But now you can be a Zeke, wear a turban, yarmulke, satanic. Don't comb your hair. Don't do anything. And it's okay in the military. And that's not cool. That's just not cool. It's not cool at all. It was. It, it started with little things like uh, I used to bitch about the the female standards. You know, a uh, uh, female could go to drill school, graduate, and she was getting promoted because so few women passed. And when then when she was on the trail, if she was a single mother, she would report to work at nine and leave at five for her kids, but I had to work from 4 a.m. until friggin' 9 o'clock at night. I mean, it didn't matter. And I didn't get an automatic promotion. It didn't really matter. I was a grunt. I mean, drill sergeant was just a thing. And, and I think that's the kind of shit that just got on me over time. I couldn't wear an overcoat or have an umbrella in greens, but a woman could have that. And I would just get douched. And those greens are expensive as fuck and they're hard to clean and it's a lot of fucking work. So, I mean, it was little things that strategically has gone over time that you can literally be liberal in the military, but you can't be conservative. You can't espouse conservative views. You can't say things about the president. You can't do a lot of shit in the military, but if you're woke, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can hail Satan. You can wear religious garb. You can be trans. You can be this, you know, but... Literally in the regulations, and, I, and I've talked to guys about this on post, so I'm not just making this shit up, that the lesbian, gay, trans people can be in uniform and suck face and do all sorts of crap. Do you know when a uh, heterosexual couple cannot do that? It, it's actually regulations. There's no PDA. There's no PDA. So if, if Travis was a soldier and he was in uniform... Taylor Swift couldn't run down a concourse and give him a hug and kiss. You can't do that. That's against the rules. And I brought that up because it was amazing. I went on TikTok. Not a single one about them. Maybe it's stopping. That would be kind of cool. Not that I hate them. Just getting sick of hearing them. It's the same thing I get from a lot of people. I'm sick of hearing about beautiful people. 
We're just done with the beautiful people. So we're going to do our lighter fare, or not a lighter fare, our This is America, and then we're going to do a music review in TikTok after I do lunch. The first one is going to be a trans, gay, black, something, fucking, BIPOC, fuck Hamas, kill them all. This would be global. It'd be If it was a conservative talking about Jews, it would be just global. That's the thing about all of this. If it was a conservative white woman saying what she's about to say, global, CNN covering it, house, lose the job, kids get signaled out. And then when they were trying to do the tree, it's Julio Rosa, mostly peaceful live. And I'm just going to throw about 30 seconds of this out, but it, it's pretty fucked up. They're just trying to do the tree uh, ceremony. And there's uh, mostly peaceful protesters fighting with police. And once again, media never even talked about it. But in the other way, it would be an insurrection. I'm whispering. I don't know why. So, on the other side, music review. See you in a bit. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. Don't catch you slipping, no. Look what I'm whipping, no. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. This is America. What do y'all think revolution resistance is? Like, I really want to ask y'all, what do you think that entails? Do you think it's cute? Do you think it's just posting squares online? I'm trying to talk about how marginalized people, when they're dealing with violent oppression, the response is typically going to be violent back because they're going to mirror the tactics of the oppressor. And I'm using enslaved black people as an example. And someone's like, oh, well, does that include um, unaliving children and doing this to women? What do you think? What do you think? Atrocities absolutely happen to the innocence of the oppressors. And, and one could even argue whether you can call them innocent. If you care about the innocence of the oppressors, then they shouldn't be oppressors. It's the oppressor's fault. That's what some of y'all are not getting, right? If atrocities happen to innocent people that happen to be a part of a group that is oppressing or a part of a state that is oppressing, it's the oppressor's fault. Because where did the violence stem from, right? If people are responding to violence, if they're responding to violence by creating more violence doing atrocities, what do you think is happening to the marginalized people? Hello? Being enslaved, being raped, being sexually assaulted, being murdered, being taken as prisoners of war, dealing with genocide. All of that is going to cause a violent reaction. And, and you might call it an extreme or extremist reaction, right? Because those are really fucking extreme conditions. If we're gonna sit here and call marginalized people or groups of marginalized people, uh, extremists, hate groups, and maybe even, yes, terrorists, when they are simply mirroring the tactics and actions that is happening to them, being imposed onto them by an oppressor group. What does that make that oppressor group? Who created the reality? Who created the violent reality? If we're gonna condemn violence in all forms, then we have to start with the source of the violence because they're creating that environment. Otherwise, it looks like you just wanna accept violence coming from certain people, certain states, certain groups, and not other ones that are responding to that. And not for nothing, you care so much about the innocence of the oppressor state or the oppressor group. Do you care about what's happening to the marginalized group? Because the same shit's happening to the, the same shit happens to the marginalized group. That it doesn't just come out of nowhere. <laughs> Back up! 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 Back up!
This is the new This is being put to me by everybody. And it's called Siamese on fire. Joined uh, or followed this expert on music for some people and some of you might not even like the music stuff we do but that's a negatron from tony uh no no this is spirit box um every time i log into amazon because the music i listen to i always get shoved these metal core things like uh i got a metal core i guess is what they called it it's like when my kids they had the uh, we're into the freaking screamo dad and I'm like it's just grunge what the fuck what do you think Nirvana was doing um, <clears throat> and I try I mean I go through these lists when I start walking uh, for the longest time it was feeding me Taylor Swift stuff and I, no offense the new stuff I, the midnight things he's just she's basically skirting around I want to get laid I wish she just would say it. It would be really cool. And I always thought some of her music, if she just put a fucking hard guitar on it, I'd be all over that shit. It's got a hook. It's got a good thing. But Midnight was like really kind of weird. I It was forced on me. I, I fast forward through every song or hit the next, hit next, hit next. It just wasn't for me. Because at no time does a guitar come in. Like a hard guitar. Like a, mm, get some of that shit. So I, I, I just wish she'd do one. Because then we're going to be st stuck with her like Madonna forever. So that's going to be music. And I wish you just get one guy. And like, get rid of Travis. Get a guitar guy. I don't know who's a young, good-looking guitar guy. Hook up with that dude. Put out some music that I can listen to that is forced on me. Because I don't have a choice. 
because of my musical interest, this one has been, and I keep on getting Spirit Box. I like her voice, but to date, I haven't found a song that I went, oh, yeah, that's great. Um, it was just okay. So this is Ultraviolet, and I kind of like the chorus. Um, and I also got this metal burb like 75 times. Because I, I do like the chorus on this. This is the final time I'm waking up inside a dream that doesn't break enough of the soul. That's a pop song, but you just got that nice kiss of a power chord, man. It just makes it, yeah. The next one, Breakaway. Oh, man, I can never remember the name of this goddamn song. I'll see you when the night comes. This was suggested by the Metal Burb dude. Uh, they are B-R-E-A-K-K -K dot away. And so far, it's a really small band. It's an Asian girl. And I don't know if I covered this or not, but I've been playing this song every freaking morning on my six-mile walk. And I don't double tap it. Like, I'm about to play the song that I ignored and my wife kept telling me to listen to. And then I listened to it, and I listened to it six times this morning because it's another one of those perfect sleep token songs that you just go, yeah, holy fuck. That's so cool. Um, 
<clears throat> and on this one's the same way. It's a nice, soft ballad. Got some nice uh, synth on it. You're kind of like, okay, th- Tony, this is Taylor Swiftish. But then they come in with just some nasty fucking guitars, and it's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful song. So break away with two Ks. Look at me. I'm old. I'll see you when night comes. I couldn't even remember it that far away. That's freaking embarrassing. All right, here we go. Is this a gesture of love or just a blade in your palm? I'll never know until the end of it all. But I'll roll the dice once again Would you push me away again? Would you pull me back in again? Again I'll see you It's coming. It's about to come. The night's gonna come with a nice guitar. See, if they could just put that on half of the bullshit that we call music nowadays, I could actually smile every once in a while. But instead, it's just all soft bullshit. Okay, now, Matt in Oregon's never responded to any of this. I'm assuming he hates this shit. And this one is not a me. I would never listen to this if it wasn't for the rest of their glorious music. Sleep Token Granite. This is about as fucking funky as I've ever gotten in my entire life. I don't do music like this. But this, this freaking song, it got me hooked. Oh shit, it's huge.
It's just got a nice little funky beat there. So this kind of rap like I can handle. Now he's going to get funky. That's a nice lyrics. guitars man they have such nice tone That motherfucker could sing Dr. Fucking Seuss and I listened to it. Just so freaking cool. It's so different. The hooks are different. The beat's different. It changes up so many times. I mean, you're starting with this R&B pop-ish mix and then you get a little funk thrown in and then you get sick fucking guitars and you end solid. And, and a lot on Taking Back to Eden has a little bit of that same feel. Um... But it's just, God, I love those guys. Anyway, time to mock motherfuckers on TikTok.
Okay, here we go into our stuff. This is uh, basic random hoe. <laughs> I shouldn't call them hoes. I don't know. I got some challenges at the end. There's some weird-ass shit, but here we go. Let's push play on this one. I'm no Okay, uh, those eyes are pretty. Probably should just not be a freak and go with your eyes. Dad, <laughs> dad, dad, freaking advice. Sure, everybody wants it. Here it goes. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Okay, that's pretty fucking funny. I had to read it. Uh, for those, it was basically, if you have more than three baby daddies, do not vote this time. The next one's another girl crying. Uh, I don't know if that's an approach you want to use. I mean, it might work for some guys. But she seems pretty, and I don't know why she'd want to cry to the world. Just me. If I would have known I don't care how you old you are, whether you're from whether you're rich or poor. And I, that's the video. So I don't know why you hit send on that. You know, I'm really trying to do this new thing. Let me take my earplug out because I'm screaming. I can't hear to begin with because I got tinnitus like a bitch now. Um, trying to hit send more. You know, when I'm in public, because I'm really not comfortable in public, so I compliment people or whatever. Not young girls. I'm just saying people. Just, hey, how you doing? Nice hair, shit like that. But more people need to hit send before or check about hitting send before they hit send on somebody's TikToks. I don't understand why you send any of this shit. I mean, I really don't. This is good. Sometimes I like to drink water out in the old tequila bottle to make the neighbors look twice. Now, that's some funny-ass shit. That's funny. Okay. That's a good one. Good little comedy. Here's a young girl with really weird eyes. I think it's some about freckles. It's a shame that no one likes women with freckles. I guess I'll always be alone. Let's make friends. I don't think you're alone. I think you're full of shit, and I think you're a bot. Next. Hi, everyone. I'm Lena from Oklahoma. I want to see how many of y'all will say hi back. Why did you cut the video shot short, Lena? You didn't finish your video. You shouldn't have hit send. Next one. Another beautiful woman. A lot of beautiful women, so I don't think half of these are real, because I don't believe the internet's real. I think a lot of shit's just bullcrap, we don't know it. True or false, all good men got played, so now all they do, work, chill, and ignore people. It's like the third one that keeps coming up from this lady. I don't follow her, but she's pretty, and somebody needs to just go and take care of that. Matt, go take care of that. The only single person I know. I take if I was your age, I'd take care of that. That's a pretty woman. I liked her tats too. Some of my girls with tats, I don't know why. Something I like. I don't care if you're rich or poor. I just need a friend. Divorce 31. Tell me okay, let's put this back. Tell me, am I beautiful today? Yeah, she's pretty. That's a pretty girl. Yeah. Okay. I just don't think that's the way it works, but I could be wrong. I don't have a clue. This woman, I think's pretty, kind of, and she's working the same thing. It's very hard for an ordinary working girl to find a boyfriend because I don't have Botox lips. Okay, here's the reality. Let's pull this back. Uh, we're going to pause it when she turns. 
and other tuning. Man, don't look at people like me. Man, don't. How about men? And I, they do look at you. And I don't think a lot of men like Botox lips. I mean, I don't. It's one of the things I just hate in life is fake boobs and Botox lips. Because what that's saying is she's very insecure. And once again, not being a sexist pig piece of shit. I think I've espoused a lot of unsexist shit on the show that women don't need to be size zero, look like Taylor Swift or one of these other little starlets who eat a Tic Tac a day and then go puke it because they can't gain weight because they wear clothes that you couldn't gain weight. I mean, literally think about half the garbs you see when these girls go on stage. I saw something this weekend. Um, it was an old SNL, and some girl was on there. I didn't know who she was. She was Latinx or something. She's wearing... Okay, I'm not going to be prude. They were really sexy panties, but that's what she was wearing on stage. Like, really white, sexy panties. I haven't seen white, sexy panties since... 1990. Probably 1990. Yeah. Got married in 87. First three years. Then she started mailing it in and put on granny panties. That's freaking gross. But to wear that, she probably didn't eat for three days. I mean, I'm a dude. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I shouldn't wear this. Because I feel gassy. No, I don't. That's a total joke. I was getting mad to laugh out there. (laughs) But, I mean, we're putting that pressure on them as a society so women think that's what they have to look like. And the reality is, for me, if that's what a woman does, I don't want to be with that woman. Say, I was single right now. I'm not going to go out with a girl got fake titties and fake lips and cheekbone adjustments because inside, she's sad. And I don't want sad. I got enough sad. I, I carry a bucket of sad. That's probably why if I was single, I'd never get a girl because I walk around. My wife says it. I walk around looking sad. Sad's my normal face. I'm just keeping my eyes down. Oh, I do have a funny story. I went to go kill my... Well, I'll wait. I got a video about my gym. We'll, we'll do that in a second. Okay, I don't know what this one That's is. Fine. I just grabbed it. It's another fall, and I'm still single. You want to know why? Because you won't stop playing games. But I want to go apple picking. I want to cop pumpkins. I want to drink apple cider with you while we watch a movie. But we can't because you won't get your act together. Just for 10 seconds, the guy's been married 36 years. It's probably because you talk to him like that. One of the hardest things in my marriage has always been the hardest thing. She talks to me like I'm a piece of shit. Because she's Italian. So she goes into that shit right there where there's no there's no filter. And then five minutes. Well, of course, menopause too. So it's no filter. You're a piece of garbage. Five seconds later, let's go cuddle. And I, no, what? What? Where are we at? And I doubt you want to apple pick. I'm, I, you don't look like an apple picking girl. Here's the cop again. I think it's the cop. Is it the cop? I got the cop again. Where's the cop? Did I get the if cop? If you listen no. to any of these bands, you're a green flag. A green flag. Slipknot. Okay, who is this chick? Erica Leon. I'm going to follow her. That's what I'm talking about. 
I don't think I got any of these. They're the same shit. Yeah. Hold on a second. I got a bunch of them. Oh! Frickin' Deftones! I love that song. Alright, this girl's cool. I wanna follow her. I like the music ones. I don't like that shit. Okay, this girl's cool. Matt, you need to date her and bring her to the house so I can stare at her. I'm old. That's all we get. Stare at pretty girls. Let me find that shit. I, I have the a whole passel of ones that I guess I just didn't grab. Because the cop's back. This cop, I don't... I really don't think she's doing her job. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think this... She's, she's not protecting and serving. I think she's TikToking. Like a lot of TikTok. And she needs to like protect and serve. Sorry, we're going to have a little program pause. I'm going to find that Erica Lane chick and follow him. Follow her. Whatever. How did I fuck all these up? Anyway. Okay, next one. Uh, fine. Where is this? Okay, here. Another nurse not doing her job. Save people. Wow. First and foremost, um, that fucking music was hideous and depressing. So probably don't want to date you. I'm just doing the average dude because that's all I am is the average dude. One generic human male. I had a buddy who used to say it all the time. Her butt looks like two pigs fighting a Kroger sack, which isn't a Kroger grocery store. He never explained it to me. That's what that looked like. Here's a dude. It fell on my feed. I just grabbed it. This guy. I called my work today in jail and told them they need to find someone to cover my shift. Okay, I, I just want to pause this for a second. And once again, life, life advice. Nobody's asking for it. But I'm going to give life advice. Why the fuck did you hit send on that? Why are you hitting send? Why? I'm asking. I don't fucking understand why you hit send on that. Hi, I am a fucking loser. And I want to tell the whole I would not tell anybody I was in jail. I don't even like telling anybody that, yeah, I'm fucking unemployed because I'm sick. But I'm going back to work soon. That's a conversation I don't like having. Because the whole I got sick thing just flies by him and you hear, loser. Okay, here's an older woman who, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking out my ass. I, I Once again, I'm, I'm freaking married and, and will die married. And I'm not out there in the, uh, in, in the hinterland trying to find love. But I don't think at this age, your answer is on TikTok. Just throwing it out there. I think she says she's 60. Is it 60? Hold on. I fucked up. No, she's my age. No, she's 63. Still single, still alone. I got zero friends, and it's so hard. 
So let me let me go back here real quick. Life is so hard. I'm 63, still single, still alone. I got zero friends, and it's so hard. I don't care you rich or no. Just let me know if you want to talk with me. I don't want to be Mr. English guy, but that is a hot shit sandwich of a fucking statement. And no would be the answer. You're, you're, you're pretty. You're prettier than I deserve, but no. Because you're 63 and you're on TikTok. No. We don't, we don't go on TikTok. We don't hit send. I'm 56. I don't hit send on TikTok. Nobody wants to see a TikTok of me. I'm 56. I haven't been laid in 10 years. Want to be my friend? Nobody wants to see that. No, nobody. Nobody. But it's the equivalency. Maybe one woman do want to see a guy who hasn't been laid in 10 years. I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is about eight years of die free. Okay. And I don't think that's true. So I'm going to check this out. If it is, man, she's looking good for an age because I don't think that's true. I think that's horseshit. I think that's dyed gray. I see a lot of that lately. I don't understand it. Once again, if I had it my way, I would fucking be doing just for friggin' men. I don't give a crap. Just just to get just hair for a while, it's not gray. But the wife won't let me because she says it's sexy. But once again, go back to previous statement. I haven't been laid in 10 years. So it doesn't do me a lot of good. Next, Latino chick. I, this was a, I don't I don't know if this is an ad. But I don't know what this is. Oh, it's an ad. Sorry. It's hard to tell what's an ad, not an ad on this shit. Here's a chick can only do it wall challenge. These are challenges this I found. My recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. No, I couldn't do that. There's no fucking way. Hey, those are my shorts. Cool, I have those shorts. Okay, see, what I don't understand about the TikToks is why the fuck is that one full and you completed the TikTok and other ones like with a shot in the background. Anybody knows, email podcast at gmail.com. Next is a very pretty woman. I love her hair, and that's why I picked it. It's some kind of, I think it's a planking challenge, which I planked today, and I will be unhappy tomorrow. I'm just throwing it out there. I haven't done it since 2013. I don't think I'm going to be able to freaking wake up. Okay, Matt, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be inappropriate. I hope you're watching, cause that. Uh, why don't you date that and bring it over so I can look at her? I mean, I don't wanna be a perv on you. I'm just saying, just look. I'm not I'm not gonna be gross looking. I'm just gonna be like, holy freaking shit. And I'm I'm just thinking she's in shape. I'm just gonna leave it there because I don't want to talk gross. I was watching one of my podcasts that I uh, we watch every night. Uh, the Hodge twins. And they're funny as shit. But they start talking sexual. And I got to admit, it was so sexual, I was offended. And I'm an ex-infantry dude. But I was like, why are you saying balls out? That's what they were saying about a transsexual. 
No. All right. Here's another girl. I don't know what this is about. Tá muito quente aqui, eu tô morrendo de calor. Já tá tá pegando fogo, é tesouro ou é amor? Once again, play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. What are you attracting there? We're all adults. We know what she's attracting. That's not, don't hit send. You're too young. You're very pretty. That's not the guy you're looking for. Don't go down the ho-ho train. Just the ho-ho trail. This is the wipe it off challenge. Once again, one of the ones without the bathroom. Wipe. They don't take it off. Wipe. Wipe it down. Wipe. I don't understand the poetry. I don't understand why girls do this. I just don't understand. I, me and the wife had this huge conversation. And then I had a conversation at the gym with uh, a dude my age. And I just, we were lifting and we're looking around us. And we both came to the same conclusion. Back in our day, you had to work to see the good parts. Let's be polite. The good parts. You got to work. You just didn't get to see them. Nobody just showed you their important parts. And now it's just like this is to everybody. You you show it to the world. And I understand you want to flaunt it. You're pretty. You're sexy. You know that eventually you're going to look like me. I got it. I probably would have taken my shirt off a lot more in the 30s had I known that it, I was going to end up in my 50s looking like this. Yeah, probably would have like... Yeah, I had a decent physique. I should have showed it off. Not that I was going to get any chicks screaming at the top of the lung going, yeah, big guy, or none of that shit. I'm just saying, I was so self-conscious about it, I didn't take my shirt off, and now I look at it and go, well, why didn't I? Because the whole population is naked. They're freaking naked. And then we finish on our cop, and then we're going to go into my gym, bitch, and then we're going to do a uh, lighter fare, and then we're going to close the show. This lady is not... I don't care who you are, what you look like, or how you choose to live your life. If you're good to me, I'll be good to you. This cop just confuses the shit out of me. She's a beautiful woman, but she's on TikTok all the time trying to get a date. And I don't understand that. I don't know where she lives. But something's wrong. That's a pretty woman. All right. The next one is my uh, <laughs> my gym. <laughs> it's a joke. But this was a challenge. I guess grab a girl by her vagina and lift her. I didn't know that was a challenge. <laughs> I thought that was sex. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe things have changed that much that I don't understand that this is a challenge. This That's my gym. I shit you freaking not. That's my gym. It is the craziest freaking shit in the world. And it's at 4.30 in the morning. I once again want to reiterate, 10 years since I made love to my wife because she can't have sex anymore. 10 years. At 4.30 in the morning, I ain't looking for Wang Dang Sweet Putang. Ted Nugent. Real song. I can't believe that got on the air if you think about it. Two live crew was bad, but that was okay. Figure that shit out. But I, I just don't understand 
how people could be that friggin' horny that early in the morning. Because that's all it is. Booty slapping, macking, mashing. I still don't understand how you mash a woman. Women are to be worshipped and adored, not mashed. But every morning is that way. So, yesterday I went to cancel my contract. Um, I, I went to the one local and said, yeah, this isn't for me. Um, well, I... I lied because they weren't going to let me out of my contract. So I freaking said that I uh, tore my ACL, which is not a, a total lie. It's it's a partial lie because I strained it pretty bad and I had to kind of lay off it for three days and uh, do light exercises, rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation to get it to uh, go away. And... Uh, they were cool. They they were like, okay, we're going to take care of you. We're just because I'd only been there for like ten days. But I went to Crunch, and when I filled out the Crunch thing, I took the weekly or the monthly, and it was going to be five extra dollars to do the monthly. But I thought, okay, I'm going to do that because I don't want to sign up for a year contract because I don't know if I'm going to like this place because I really didn't go, I didn't do the right thing. I didn't go check it out. I should have checked it out, um, but I did. Holy crap, just real quick, I just went to their site. Yeah, it's a sex site. They're just doing sex stuff in the gym. They're called The Fitness Couple. And I bet if I searched, we would find, oh, Jesus Christ, you can email them. Yeah, that's some freaky-ass shit. All right, yeah, that that's uh, that that's that's pretty fucked up. Anyway, um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Shit, I just saw it. Fucking Jesus, that belongs in the bedroom. Um, so I went and I go, okay, well, I need to. I want to get rid of this. This, you know, I signed up for the. I signed up for this this uh, monthly thing. Cause blah blah blah, but I gotta be quite honest. Uh, I'm kind of uncomfortable. I don't I don't like this gym. I, I go here all the time, and it's just, you know, it's more than a, of a club than it is a gym. <clears throat> the manager agrees with me, and goes, "Yeah, it's gotten kind of out of hand. We don't know what to do about it because people are just coming here macking all the time." They had a clause. And in the clause is you cannot upgrade or downgrade for 60 days. And I read that, but I took it as, oh, that means, you know, I can't change to a yearly for 60 days. Or if I took the yearly, I couldn't change for um, a monthly. No, it's there so that you cannot get out of your contract for 60 days. So they're going to charge me. Um, they're going to fucking charge me uh, another month. And I have to be there. If I want to get out, I have to be there on the 14th to cancel my account that will recharge on the 15th. Now, here's the issue. 
I went for three consecutive fucking days to try to get the fuck out of this contract. And every time I went, because I was first ta- told, be here at nine. So I, was, I showed up at nine. I went, okay, that's cool. I'll be here at nine. Oh, the manager doesn't come in until 11. The next day, I came in 11. Oh, the manager doesn't come in until noon. And so I came in at noon, and at 12.30, this young cat rolls the fuck in, looking like he just got the fuck out of bed. He's got a man bun and a ponytail. So we doubled down on douche. I'm just saying, that's, that's double down on douche. That's, I don't understand. I don't get it. I can understand one or the other. Man, if I was younger and, you know, he was pretty in shape. I mean, he was more in shape than I was. Ripped little fucker. And he, you know, okay, you, you could probably rock that. Probably in his 30s, late 30s, early 40s. That's cool. Ex-military. But the, the, the ponytail bun thing, yeah, that's just fucking stupid as shit. And then he gives me that news. That you're pretty much fucked. And it's bullshit. And I understand it. And I understand why you don't want to come here. Because I don't lift here. That's what he fucking said. He says, I'm married and I go somewhere else. Because my fugly ass has had three women walk up. And they're all young. And go, hey, how are you? What's your name? Because I don't wear a wedding ring. My wedding ring falls off. I lost 100. Well, I'm now 196. So that's 140 pounds. So I can't wear my ring. And I know they just have daddy issues. I get it. Or they want a fuck buddy or some shit. That ain't me. But the point is, it's it's supposed to be a gym. I just want to work out. And the manager doesn't lift there. Because his wife got pissed. She came. And women were hitting on him. Because he is a good looking fucker. You know, if we're, we're, we're comparing people, I'm... Uh, me and he's Travis Kelsey. So, I mean, I get it. He's a good-looking dude. But I could not believe that was their policy. And the worst part about it, and I missed it on the trans section, <clears throat> each day I went in, there was an African-American dude. He's a dude, but I'm assuming he's non-binary because people were calling him sir and he didn't get upset and... Or they were just ignoring it. And he wore male clothes, had women earring in, and fingernails that were like this. That's his fingernail. On all five hands. I asked him to look up my account and see if I could get out of it, but he couldn't type. And he was the attendant. Because he had five of these fuckers on his hand. And so I hung out with that dude yesterday for half an hour as he came late and had a conversation with him. And it further reinforced what I already knew and makes me really, really sad. I have mental illness problems. I have depression problems and self-esteem problems and survivor guilt problems, and I'm going to go get seen. I signed up. I'm just waiting for the appointment. Which, once again, we just talked about this two days ago or three days ago. Yeah, I still don't have appointments. So, I mean, I, no wonder people commit suicide. You, you can't get in. Um, I can't get a fucking appointment to save my fucking ass. They haven't 
emailed me back to say, we can't get you an appointment. <clears throat> but this dude was, he was, like he picked up the phone and answered and he was fine. Then he talked to somebody, he started crying, then he stopped crying. I'm like, you okay? Just trying to be nice. Like, are you all right, dude? And I said, dude, because I didn't mean to, because I don't know if he's a dude. I don't know what he wants to be called because he doesn't have a name tag, so I don't fucking know what to call this dude. I mean, he's got fingernails and he curls ears, but he's a dude, so I don't know what the fuck. Instant, I'm fine. Like, like the tears sucked back in his eyes. It was the fucking weirdest conversation I've ever had in my life. But you could tell he mentally was having issues. And so to feel better about himself, because he's probably gay, which is fine. Don't fucking care. Was around gay guys growing up. Not a gay thing. He's trying to find happiness in being non-binary or being different. Because maybe he'll get recognition online. Get some cred. And that made me sad. Because that's what's really happening. People are searching for a way to find happiness. We're all trying to find happy. I have a wife who loves me. I should be happy, but I'm not happy. So I look for happy. I don't know what that happy is. Sometimes it's a good six-mile walk in the rain today. <clears throat> a couple months ago, I did the same walk in the rain, wrote a statement on my Instagram, and everybody put me on suicide watch, except for Matt, who knew I was just venting. Like, worried texts. So I have issues. I need to work them out, and I'm going to. But I'm not going to look for happy by altering myself so that people that I don't even know online will go, I'm your ally. I'm not going to go chop my wang off and make it into a vagina and think that's going to change me because the reality is I'm changing my outward appearance. I haven't looked like this since I was in high school. I'm not happier. It didn't change anything. Because it's inside. You got to fix in. You can do all the shit you want on the outside. Get fish lips. Get old big fake titties. Hell, I could run around with fake titties. I'd probably be happy for a while. Because I do like boobs. Yeah, I said that, Matt. Shut up. But after a while, I'd be bored playing my own boobs. So then where I go? It doesn't change it. I mean, your outward appearance isn't going to change shit. It's the inside that's fucked. And I don't think what a lot of people realize, especially these TikTok videos, and that's why I'm making the point, is that they do all these videos and they try to get people to say, I'm pretty or I'm sexy or I'm whatever. I noticed you're still putting out videos because it didn't make you happy. It didn't really change anything. You're still sad because you're looking for something. So this trans stuff, man, I just feel really sad for these people because it can't be easy. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to get that fucking sad that you go that route to chop your shit off. I just, wow, that's sad. So here's Freedom Tunes, uh, Irish Riots, and we'll close this bitch out.
What's going on here? What does it look like? We're rioting! Oh, yeah? Well, we're the riot police! <laughs> the, the riot police? That's right. Do you have a permit for this riot? How are we doing? Right then. What's the name of the black man that died with stars in this whole thing? Huh? Well, what's his name? You're not having a riot over something besides a dead black man, are ya? We never said that he was. Uh... See, the, the reason we're rioting is because of the treatment of indigenous people. Right, I guess I can say that. That's mostly peaceful then. Very old. Wait a minute. Do you mean the population indigenous to here? <laughs> That's not it, I swear. Yeah, then why were you posting white squares on your social media? <laughs> That's what acceptable. I'm shutting this riot down. No, no, wait. We swear there's a good reason for this riot. And what might that be? A five-year-old girl was stabbed. A baby? A child. Do you understand, you calculating monster? Oh. Oh, no. I didn't understand. I'm sorry. Now I can see. They shot the criminal that did it, didn't they? I no one should have to fear for their life every time they stab a child or hurt a person. Hands were sad about that little girl, too, right? Wait a minute. Your rioting cousin innocent child was stabbed! No, I swear! Oh, we're rioting for the criminals, not because of them! Oh yeah? Then show me your permit! It's... it's... right over there! In me glove box. Let me get it. Oh, I don't think so! I'll take a look. Man, I love me some freaking freedom tunes. So that wraps up another episode of Flyover Politic Podcast. Share with family friends. Go to Flyover Politic with the gay on SoundCloud. Rubble 482467. FOP Podcast at gmail.com. F-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. FOP Podcast gmail.com. Somebody send me a freaking email. Give me a, something you want to freaking watch. Give me something you want to bitch about. Give me something. I see a lot of people listening, but nobody ever freaking emails. That's the email. FOP podcast gmail.com disconnect from all your vices don't give the yeah yeahs we're gonna do the next show december 6 6 december year of the lord 2023 as always thanks for listening take care every death is a tragedy y'all seven lives